You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. And there is plenty happening in the world of harness racing. Not only have we got the big cup week this week down in Victoria at Flemington, it's cup week in New Zealand next week. We'll talk more about the New Zealand Cup tomorrow with Greg O'Connor. But the barrier draw is out for the big two-mile stand-start feature next Tuesday at Addington. And this is how they're going to line up behind the tape. Self-assured, barrier one. Majestic Cruiser two. Akuta the three-year-old has accepted he's got barrier three. Krug 4, Spankham 5, he's a sport 6, Pembroke Playboy 7, copy that 8, Old Town Road 9, Kango 10, Smithy's Terror 11, The Falcon 12, Rock and Roll do its second row draw, 13 for him, Steal the Show 14, BD Joe 15, Alta Wise Guy 16, South Coast Ardenoff the Unruly, and so too Cranbourne. So, the emergencies for that uh, race are the Falcon, Cranbourne and Steel the Show. As we know, the Kaikoura Cup was running one on Monday and it was Kango who was able to score there. Akuta, the favourite, finished third, but Connections were happy enough with his performance, so much so they have accepted for the big stand start two-mile feature. Uh, just from North America across the weekend, Big Breeders' crown action up there. Dexter Dunn was the star on Sunday morning our time. He bagged four Breeders' crown victories. Toddy McCarthy combined with Noel Daly, and they were able to grab a Breeders' Crown trophy as well with the star three-year-old pacing colt, the Glamour Division, Pebble Beach. Uh, he was the North America Cup winner at Mohawk earlier in the year, and he was just brilliant scoring, basically an all-the-way victory there in just uh, just over 148. So he was stunning. And on that same day, a guy that worked under Noel Daly, Anton Galino, he was able to claim the Victoria Derby uh, with Cravash door, Nathan Jack taking the drive there, and he was really good, basically leading all of the way there in that uh, big feature at Miraburrah. So we've had some great results, and as we know, Leap to Fame was brilliant again, taking another Group 1 feature at Menangle last Saturday night, claiming the Breeders' Challenge, and in doing so, set a new Australasian record, 149. He was three wide to the breeze, and he was far too strong. So there is plenty happening. We've got the first night of the Summer Carnival at Albion Park, this Saturday night taking place. We go racing at Redcliffe tonight. Albion Park tomorrow night. We've got heats of the peak of the creek. The barrier draw will be soon followed after those heats are running one tomorrow night. And that will be part of that big program on Saturday night. One man that is going to play a big hand at this meeting on the weekend is Shane Graham. And he joins us now. Shane, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Plenty happening, and there's plenty happening in your stable. You're in the winner's circle with an easy victory at the free-for-all last Saturday night with Turn It Up. We've got the Be Good Johnny Sprint this Saturday night, and your old mate's back in town, Mac Da Vinci. Yeah, that's right. It's, um, you sort of weren't expecting to see him back, um, but Connections sort of uh, missed out on a run last week down there, so they decided to bring him back up and, you know, go for the carnival. He had a Good carnival last year, so let's see how we go this year. Well, he was the star of the carnival last year, and uh, this this was the carnival that really was able to springboard him to a further start. I mean, he got his name right out there. How is he going, and what are the expectations for Saturday night? Yeah, he seems well. He, um, you know, he's, he's settled in well again. He's um, 
you sort of done the trip up and down that highway a few times, probably over the last 12 or 18 months. So um, he's used to it. But uh, he he was real good last week at Menangle. Um, I think Majestic Cruiser followed him into the race and couldn't get past him. So they were pleased enough to still go to New Zealand with him. So his place run was good. So I'd expect a pretty forward showing from him. Okay. His last victory was in early August, and it was at Albion Park. Uh, he was able to score there in a tick over 152. Just looking at this field on Saturday night, was there any surprises with what was, you know, accepted for this race on Saturday night, in your opinion? Yeah, probably just the main one. I, I, I sort of probably didn't expect to see Black Sedan back in there um, after his trip to Sydney, you know, but... Um, Obviously, Pete and Chantel were happy with how he travelled home and everything, so they've, they've accepted. But he was probably the, the main sort of shock in it, I, I thought, anyway. Were you disappointed that you drew outside of Black Sedans? Oh, not really, because you still draw them better. Like, at least if we, had a, if we drew seven, I would have been real disappointed. So, you know, at least he's still, uh, you know, even though outside Black Sedans, he's still drawn better than some of his main rivals. So, um yeah, you can't you can't complain. Okay, so you're comfortable with gate three at the mile? Yeah, that's right. You know, um, like I said, it's better than gate seven at the mile. So, you know, the, it's what it is. So we've got to deal with it. Okay. Regardless of what happens on Saturday night, he, he backs up next week in the Queensland Cup? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay, so then perhaps that, that creates a little bit of a quandary for you. Will you drive Mac Da Vinci or are you going to stick with Turn It Up? Um, you know, we'll probably just see how barrier draws go and whatnot. But, um, yeah, like either way, it's still going to be hard enough to probably get off Turn It Up the way he's going, you know. Um, he's probably sort of racing as well as ever. So, But we'll just see how the barrier draws go, I guess. Did he tick all the boxes for you last Saturday night with that win? Yeah, he did. He, um, you know, like he's he's one of them horses. He's very hard to get a gauge on, but um, he uh, he done it well. And probably best of all, like his heart rate was probably as low as it sort of comes back and that. So he's um, he's sort of on track to where he needs to be. Was it always the plan to skip this week, the sprint race, and just focus on the Queensland Cup? Yeah, it's um, like, you know, he's never really backed up sort of week to week um, other than, you know, at the end of the carnival when, when you know he's going to have a spell, you know. But um, so with that race last week, um, being a $20,000 race and this week sort of 30, you know, there's not a great deal of difference. So, um, yeah, that was always the aim, that. Okay. If either of your horses win next week, uh, the winner is guaranteed a, a golden ticket to the End of Dominion series. Do you take up that offer? Oh, look, you'd, you'd have to seriously think about it. Um, you know, like, uh, yeah, like that's, yeah, that's what we want to be in them races. So I definitely would be thinking you'd be thinking about it pretty hard. Okay. Uh, one other horse that I wanted to ask about this morning, who uh, will be starting hopefully on Saturday night, as long as he gets through his heat tomorrow night, is Mossdale Mac. He's a former Kiwi. You had him at the trials last week. Uh, one thing that stood out, he's a big fella. Yeah, he is quite a big lump of a horse. And, um, yeah, like, he, uh, he's been over here for a few weeks now and settled in well, and I was quite happy with his trial the other day. So, um you know, sort of Targaryen looks a 
the one to beat there. But uh, like you said, if we can qualify, I'm sure he'll uh, he won't disappoint. Mm. Is this the target, or was this the target when when he arrived? Not really. Um, he sort of more just fell in with he was the, the right sort of grade, and and he sort of his work's been you know quite quite good and everything, and it just yeah it just sort of how it worked out more than anything. Okay. Do you think this first heat, in comparison to the second heat tomorrow night, is far stronger? Yeah, I think so. It looks that way, doesn't it? On paper, it uh, it looks the stronger of the two. They, um, yeah, I thought they might have split them up a bit more evenly, but um, you know that that's how it is. The trial last week, it was just behind them, finishing third. That was Targaryen and Future Assured in front of you. Were you happy with that trial? Yeah, I was happy with it. Um, like he, like I said, that's the, was the first time he'd had the hobbles on since coming over and everything. So uh, it was more a learning curve for both of us. And admittedly, he got beaten a fair way, but um, he was sort of, he was only there really as a hobble up. Not, I didn't really want to go that sort of speed with him. So um, I was still happy with how he performed, yeah. Do you expect him to qualify? I think so. Like, um, just with, there's only the two heats in there. Yeah. Yeah, with just the two heats, you know, I, I think he should qualify, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, any other plans uh, for him during the carnival, or is this the, the main focus right now? Nah, just this one. We'll see how he goes. If he performs well, you know, we'll um, see if there's any other races there for him, but uh, more just sort of race by race with him at this stage. Okay. You're off to Reckless tonight. You've got a number of drives there. I'll go through them. Race two, horse four, Illa Maximus. He was a winner two starts ago. What are the expectations tonight from gate four? Yeah, it's probably a tricky draw for him. He, he has been racing well probably his last four or five starts, um, but he's a horse that relies on luck, and like when he did draw good, he won. But, um, you know, especially around Redcliffe, from that draw, it's probably a bit tricky for him. Mm, pretty handy field, that one, isn't it? It is quite a good field, you know. Like, um, you've sort of seen those Wednesday nights at Redcliffe now, like that around that, you know, mid-50 grade rating races. They're, they're quite competitive, and a lot comes down to luck and running, really. Okay. Race four, you've got the two runners here from your stable. No doubt the Grogfather. Leonard Kane drive, no doubt. You're driving the Grogfather. Both have really good form here. Yeah, that's right. Like, no doubt. He, um, you know, week in, week out, he just races and, and puts in a good performance, you know. So, uh, and the Grogfather, he's, he's probably, you know, he's only won the one start. I don't know, probably his last 15, but he's been racing very consistently without having a lot of luck. So, um, yeah, they, uh, well, they both can't win it, but, you know, I'd be expecting one to put in a close run. Mm. Just on the Grogfather, he was able to score easily two starts ago. It was a strong performance. Last time out third, we were you happy with the effort? Yeah, he went good. Um, you know, probably just uh, you don't sort of seem to have that high speed at the end of the races, whereas the week before they, they roll along and it was more of a scaling test. So last week, breaking 28 seconds around Redcliffe for the last quarter, you're never going to probably be able to sit past and win. So... He, um, I was still happy with his performance, but just, yeah, they're probably just a bit too nippy for him at the finish. All right. Well, nice and simple for you tonight. You're out after race four, so that's a good night. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night at Albion Park for the, the heats of the peak of the creek with Mossdale Mac. Yep, no worries. Thanks, Chris.
Hey, Shane Graham joining us. So he's got Mossdale back tomorrow night, first up from New Zealand, and he's fairly confident that he's going to raise well. And on Saturday night in the Be Good Johnny Sprint, his old mate Mac Da Vinci back in town running from gate three, but he's got Black Sedans to his inside, the track record holder, and he's got Cruz Bromac drawn towards his outside, a previous New Zealand Cup winner. So that's going to be a very interesting race, and I think the start of that race is going to be very interesting as well. Darren Clayton joins us each and every Wednesday morning. He's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. Did you find Gold Trip? <laughs> no, couldn't find her. I'd, it's one of the the big mysteries and and full credit, I guess, to Greg Carpenter, the the handicapper. But um, if I owned Gold Trip, you'd be filthy, wouldn't you? Be made the top weight with a horse that's only ever had one win. Yeah, it's a fair point. So he's got two now. Yeah, well, he's he's absolute genius, and that's why he's uh, he's been so good at it for a long time. So, um, yeah, it was a uh, he did it easy in the end. He just powered over the top, but yeah, fair play to them all, and a nice little payday. Okay, uh, let's just have a quick chat about Saturday night before we focus on tonight's meeting at Recklerf. Uh The fields are out. Night one of the carnival. Uh, the, the big with Johnny Sprint, as I was just touching on. What did you make of that field and uh, just how it sort of sets up with the barrier draw? Yeah, it's an interesting one, Chris, and um, interesting hearing Shane's um, sort of reasoning there with Turn It Up because he's probably the the big one that I thought um, was a was a notable omission, but um, hearing Shane's sort of outline the reasons why, well, it sort of makes sense. Um, Black Sedans, he probably did surprise me a little bit more in that... Um, he didn't get a like he had a tough trip there last week in the in that Landsmith mile where he just got left exposed and um, he still boxed on okay but uh, he was at the tail of the field. Um, he gets back to Albion Park where he's so um, I think 72 of his career starts have been at Albion Park so uh, I think he's only had 76 all up so it's what he knows. He gets back there. He's the track record holder. The big thing, I, I guess, Chris, is out of this is the the driver bookings for those Turpin stables. Um, Will Pete McMullen is he out of action? Um, I'm not sure whether he's applied for a stay of his suspension or whether he's taking no, that he time. Hasn't. He hasn't. So that makes uh, the driver bookings really important. There, you got Black Sedans in two, Will the Wizard eight, Uncle Shank ten, Big Wheels eleven. So they've got some big firepower in that race that they need to find some drivers for. Mm. Well, there is a wedding this weekend. Jamie Donovan, who's well-known to many here in Queensland, now based down at Tamworth, he's getting married this weekend. So you can uh, write off uh, Pete McMullen, Chantel Turpin. Pete is suspended after that drive last week on, on Whisper a Secret, the two-year-old from uh, Friday night's meeting. Uh, so he's not going to appeal. Uh, Chantel Turpin out of action, obviously, in attendance uh, for the, uh, the wedding as well. Arissa McMullen is uh, in attendance, so... I think there's one other as well that might be out of action on Saturday night. So it is interesting. And the other one, with the McCarthy stable having representation, uh, who's going to drive their horses? Zarvin Banner steps out on the Beagle Johnny Sprint. And Ferry Tinkerbell, well, she's clearly the class runner of the Queen of the Creek. Jack Callaghan listed at the moment as the driver. But uh, it'll be interesting to see who drives their horses as well. Yeah, definitely. And... Um, I guess they've got a little bit of backup um, in that Angus Garrard's been competing down at Menangle and he's had a couple of drives behind Zarvan Banner. Um, so he does know that horse, so I guess they've got that option. But yeah, Jack Callaghan, 
listed there on um, Ferry Tinkerbell. So if he does come up, you'd expect he probably takes the drive on Zarvan Banner. That possibly could open the, the opportunity for Jack to partner Majestic Harry in the trotting feature because... Um, Adam Sanson, he's got currently listed Van Sank and Majestic Harry. Van Sank really good down at Menangle on Saturday night, winning there for Shannon Price. And Majestic Harry, he was uh, he was brilliant first up for Daryl Graham. So um, could be plenty to watch with the driver bookings for this Saturday night. We'll know them by 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. It'll be interesting to see if anyone looks outside the square. Do you look at someone like Gary Hall Jr. and, and Stewie McDonald from Perth? Do you tempt them and bring them over? I think he'd, uh, they're, they're two of the best in the business. Gary Hall currently second behind Pete McMullen and uh, off the back of seven Metro winners two weeks ago and then another three on Friday night. Jeez, uh, you'd, you'd nearly uh, you'd send the salvo, wouldn't you? I, th- I think he'd be worth worth having a crack just with the, the drivers that uh, are off the scene. Mm, yeah, very interesting. It is WA Derby night there on Friday night at Gloucester Park, so... Uh, it's, it's worth a phone call, that's for sure and certain. Uh, just on the peak of the Creek Heats, we've got those tomorrow night, the final on Saturday night. Barrier draw being conducted uh, midway through that program tomorrow night. As I mentioned with Shane just moments ago, that first heat is by far and away stronger than heat two. Yeah, definitely is. It's um, it's it's really stands out of how much stronger it actually is, Chris. Um, I guess one of the things they've had to factor in is it's drawn on... Um, drawn on rating um, there's only four horses across the two heats that have a rating of 65 or higher so um, that's probably brought about the splitting of it just to try to ensure that um, you know those horses drawn those 55 56 57 did get their opportunity but uh, yeah it's um, it's definitely stands out that way um, Probably a little bit disappointing. I thought that there is only two heats last year. The first um, first edition of the race, we saw four heats. Um, only two this year for a race that's offering $50,000 in prize money, especially to that lower, you know, more lower assessed uh, rating, 55 to 70, sort of that middle, you know, you're not really getting up into, into Metro Company just yet. And the, the, the penalty the handicapping penalty for the final is only a, a rating penalty. It doesn't take the um, the the ban penalty or that we have as our local system. So, yeah, I, I thought two heats was disappointing. I thought in the first heat, Targaryen, um, even though he's drawn wide, certainly um, be tough to beat. Taking care of business, an interesting uh, one there. Kerry-Ann Morris sending one up. So that that's good to see at least someone from interstate having a bit of a look about um, and then second heat, Future Assured, he trialled pretty good. He's got gate six, and um, the pace looks to be set up there with M- M- My Furioso Toro drawn in there in gate two. Mm, it's going to be interesting racing tomorrow night, no doubt about it. Let's focus on tonight. We need a winner for tonight. Ten races. We get underway at 5.18. Where do we find your best bet? Yeah, I thought it was a, another night, Chris, where we need to be patient. The, some of the early races, I'm not entirely... Uh, uh, confident on so I think I've come up later in the night in race number 10 all the way down to the last number three Jamaican Resort 
he finds a race there where he can find the front. And uh, with good gate speed, I think he can spear across. And in front, he might just be able to, to fight them off. He was able to do that about five or six runs back. He led from gate one. Uh, I think he gets his opportunity to do that again tonight. Race 10 at number three, Jamaican Resort. Okay, currently with Tab, four forty, a dollar sixty to play. So we've got to be super patient. Last race, race ten, number three. Was there anything else that stood out for you? Yeah, I, I think um, just at, at a shorter price, and again, it's later in the card. It's race nine, number one, Eastbro Tex. He's had a few goes now at at Redcliffe and missed out um, as a as a short price favourite. I think it sets up much better for him in that race tonight. And from gate one, he can dart through, hold the front. Not a great deal of pressure, and he can see it out. So race nine, number one, Eastbro Tex. Okay, currently two fifty with Tab Eastbro Tex, the quaddy main quaddy tonight. Races five, six, seven, and eight. Throw some numbers my way, please. Yeah, in that first leg, um, I've got number one goal kicker on top. Um, good gate speed mare can kick through and hold the lead. Does have a good record at Redcliffe. Um, hasn't been to Redcliffe for quite a few starts now, so she gets back to a, a, a track where she's done well. High on Montana, he's certainly a close-out horse there that can um, issue a challenge, as can number two, Mariana Bromack, who will likely run the favourite, and um, she hasn't been too far away of late. So going there, one, two, and nine. The second leg, happy to go one out here with number one, Vodka and Ice, been meeting much tougher uh, opposition than he lines up against here. He gets back to, to one win company. Last time out, um, he was not far away from Ashley Nitro. Start before that behind Life in Heaven. Gate one, he's got gate speed. It all falls in his favour tonight to take that. So number one, Vodka and Ice. Um, race seven. Um, this might be one for the thrill seekers here. Delight of Rani. I noticed it was... Um, even money and looking to short number four she's only had the four career starts the last of those three years ago she had seven trials since that win admittedly does come into a good stable in the jack butler stable but uh, she's had plenty of vices along the way in her career um, the sister of racy roxy she's beautifully bred delight of running but uh, we better throw her in just off the the price that's come up i've got number two candy striper on front on top um, thought this might be a race that she could see out. Throw in number five, Studley Patricia. Pr been pretty good in her couple of runs. The first one made an error and was really good to the line. And the last leg, uh, so sorry, so that third leg is two, four, five. And the last leg, I uh, thought this was wide open. I've got number two, Mad Eye Reactor, on top. Um, he was after three on the bounce last time out. He was able to grab third. Uh, just thought he might get the best of the trip. Number one, Lurking. Not too um, too confident on his speed to hold the front here, which I thought probably would be the best place to win this race from. Um, he was good first time out in Queensland last time, so certainly throw him. Gojo Jolt, number five, um, arrived off the track last time. Gate really hurts her chances. And throw in number seven, Tullhurst Cuddles as well. If the one does happen to boot through and hold the lead, well, she gets the perfect trip. So playing wide there, one, two, five, seven. Okay, so repeating your quaddy thoughts tonight. First leg, one, two, and nine. Second leg, one only. Third leg, two, four, five. And then we finish off with numbers one, two, five, and seven. Grand total, $36 for 100%. Your best bet came up in the last. Race 10, number three, Jamaican Resort. The other one you liked was in race nine, and that's number one, East Bro Tech. So we've got to be patient.
for tonight's action. We've got Bendigo race one, not too far away. We had a, a big night of action from an angle on Saturday night uh, with the Lensmith mile taken out by I cast no shadow. Uh, but the, the star performer, without doubt, was Leap to Fame. I've got a question for you this morning, and I want you to think about this so you don't have to give me an answer. This is a homework question for you. You can come back on Friday morning and give me the answer. So are you ready for this challenge? I, I love homework, Chris. Right, here we go. Following his victory on Saturday night, Leap to Fame, that's his fourth Group 1 win for the season. He's also Group 1 placed in the Rising Sun. He is, without doubt, the best three-year-old in Australasia. That's including New Zealand and Akuta and all the talk over there. He's an absolute beast, this horse. Has he done enough? He's going to be crowned the Queensland Horse of the Year. He's going to be the Australian three-year-old Horse of the Year. Has he done enough? Leap to fame to take the overall title, the Australian Harness Horse of the Year. The last Queensland horse to do it, to be crowned Australian Harness Horse of the Year, was none other than Blacks of Fate back in 2010. So I want you to just go away and do some research and see what the main rivals are likely to be. But has Leap to Fame done enough to be crowned the Australian Harness Horse of the Year for season 2022? I'm looking forward to going down a few rabbit holes there, Chris. I'll get the, uh, get the computer out and start looking. And, yeah, the, I'm looking forward to, to working that out because off the top of my head, I, um, we've got a couple of big races coming up, really. But uh, for the open-class performers, it's really only the inter-dominion that's left, you would suggest, for any of those to, to put their foot forward. But... Uh, I might have a little bit of a wild card there. We'll see how we go. Okay. Probably comes with a little bit of a caveat as well, just for those that are wondering. It's uh, sections or certain members of the media that have a vote on this uh, through the Australian uh, or through Harness Racing Australia. So Victoria probably have more reps than, than most other states. So, you know, it's a, it's a long shot, but uh, it's, a, it's a valid question, though. Has he done enough? So we'll find out with what uh, answer you come up with on Friday morning. I really appreciate the time this morning. Good luck tonight at Reckliffe, and uh, we'll join you again on Friday morning. Yeah, sounds good, Chris. And if we'll just part with one little one little dig to our Victorian counterparts, if he was in Victoria, I'm sure they'd already be singing <laughs> his uh, his title defence, or his title Yeah, win. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Darren. Cheers, Chris.